Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating, on exploitation. My mind, which you find in time, I will find they will shine when they won't shine. You can put the time on mine. Show me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flourish in my mind. Hello, my name is Wooly. Welcome to the second episode of Eat, Sleep, Rum, Repeat. Let me introduce to you my co-hosts. Firstly, a man that lives on a farm. He rides horses. He's the only bloke I've ever known to change shoes three times on a long run. Mr. Nathan Barden. My second co-host is the only member of the podcast who has to duck his head to walk through a standard door opening. Steve the Spartan Sparling. My third co-host is a man who is built like an action figure. He once modelled the catwalk on the Sunshine Coast, winning himself the title of Mr. Beachfront Australia. Mr. Fraser Barden. And uh, my other co-host, Wax, isn't here again, (laughs) as usual. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Let's get started. Missing in action again, Brad. Yeah, Brad's not here. He's building for it. Yeah, he's stressing about not training and all the rest of it. No serious tattoo and stuff. Anyone got any, like, unrelated running news from this week? West Ham drew one all. Is that a good good result for West Ham? Not really. Spurs beat uh, Man City, top of the league. Who are top of the league now? Man City still, but Spurs beat them last night. Nathan, Spurs supporter. Steve Woolley, Spurs supporter. Yeah, I'm not really anymore. I couldn't even tell you anyone who's in the team. Mm. Embarrassed to say, but I, that's the truth. I don't watch go. it. I just don't watch how, it enough. How's everyone's running week been? How's everyone's running week been this week? All right? Yeah, I've had a good week. What about you boys? Yeah, you did. You had a win. Yeah, yeah. Steve, so Steve, tell us about uh, the little race yesterday and the uh, win. Yeah. Do you want me to go through my week? What my, what I've done yeah, training do wise and that it's not really anything. Yeah, do it. Nothing too exciting. Yeah. I um go for the week. I had a pretty good week last week, so I had Monday off, and then um I just jogged most of the week. Uh, Wednesday I did like a twenty k run through the city. I finished work and I oh, I sit in the car for an hour, and by the time I get home, I'm just oh, it just drains all the energy out of me. So I thought take my gear with me i'm working in east brisbane at the moment so i knocked off work laced up the shoes run through south bank since i did that track race at um masters i've had heaps of trouble slowing down i don't know if you guys experienced that after a race i have to keep telling myself to like back off the pace but i ended up doing 20k with like an average of like 430 or something like that and it was just too quick because by the last few K, I felt so tired and I thought, oh man, I've just gone way too hard here. Yeah, that was good. Then Thursday and Friday, I think it just ran both days. And then Saturday, I was going to go back out to Masters again, but it was just, they were doing the 3,000 metres on the track again. And I thought, I don't want to do another 3K. So then I was just searching the net for like what races were on. And I noticed there was like a fun run on in the Botanical Gardens in Brisbane. And uh, that was at 5 p.m. And it said entries are closed. So I private messaged the, the page on Facebook. And they said, oh, we've opened up entries for you till 7.30 a.m. So I entered. And um, I've never done like what they call a shakeout run. Like loads of the like pros that I follow on Strava and that. They'll often do a, a shakeout run in the morning before an afternoon race. So I thought, oh, I'll give that a whirl. So I jogged like 3K Saturday morning at about 7.30 in the morning. So it wasn't too hot. And then um, 
headed out there to this race. And when, when I actually checked in to get my number, they said, oh, you're the guy that messaged on Facebook. And I said, yeah. And they said, you weren't even the last guy. They said, we had three more entries after you. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was pretty shocked by that. Yeah, that was a, I'll just give you a little bit of a history of the, of the event because I'd never heard of it. And um, anyone listening, they might know, but they might not. But it was a Sri Chinmoy. They run events all over the world. And Sri Chinmoy was an Indian spiritual leader who was a, he was a sprinter in his younger days. And he took up long distance running in his mid 40s. And he ran like 25 marathons and uh, yeah, loads of other things and ultras and stuff like that. The running foundation was founded in like 1977 and uh, they've been running events all over the world. And yeah, they don't, they don't only do running events, sorry, they do swims, triathlons, multi-sport events. And uh, interestingly, they're the largest sponsor of ultra distance running in the world. They're the largest. And uh, they so got they loads raising of money. Yeah. Money? Uh, I'd have to do a bit more reading, but. Basically, it's like a foundation that, yeah, I'm, I'm not really 100% sure what they support, but it seems like a really good, um, a really good thing that they're doing for the, for the community. But yeah, I thought that was interesting that they're, that they're the largest sponsor of ultra distance running in the world. And they got loads of events in Brisbane that they do, loads of events all over Australia. I think they got one coming up on the south side of Brisbane in a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, if you win your um, age group, I think you get a medal. Like it's, it was pretty well attended and it was run through the botanical gardens in Brisbane. Pretty windy. And, and the course looked really weird. It looked a bit uh, easy to get confused with. Yeah, it, it was. It was when they were given the instructions at the start, after about like a minute of him explaining it, I just gave up. <laughs> like there was turns, left turns, right turns, U turns. And yeah, and it was two 5K loops. Each 5K loop was a small loop and a big loop. And uh, so like the small loop and the big loop looped off each other. So there was arrows and shit, and shit going on on the course. And uh, once you did the one loop, it wasn't too bad. But on the first big loop, so you did a small loop, then a big loop. Me and the guy who was second, Tim, I can't think of his last name, Tim. He's a, a regular at Redcliffe Park and really good runner. He's in his 50s, but he's like, he's a shit hot runner. Um, think he's run like low 30 minutes for 10k and stuff like that when he was a bit younger but uh, yeah we got to the like a turnaround point and someone had taken the u-turn sign off the witch's hat <laughs> so when we run past the cone i saw something on the floor and we ran about 100 meters and i said man i reckon that was the that was the turnaround point and he said do you reckon i said i think so so we sort of both backed off the pace a little bit and uh, he said, I oh, usually with these things, I just keep running and, and I'll find someone. And we, so we run another like hundred meters and there's no one around. Like there was, well, there was people around, but there was no marshals or anything. And I said, man, we've got to go back. So we run back to the witch's hat. I picked up the thing that was on the floor and it was the U-turn sign. So someone obviously just thought yeah. it was, would have been a, a funny joke to take that off. So hey, we put it back on. You want Pasha? Well, no. So when we actually got back to the witches, that third place was just there. So we were, we were, we were just, we lost a bit of ground, but he was, I think he was already fading. So it didn't really matter. And then once, so once we'd done that first lap, at least we knew where to go. And then, yeah, second lap, I, I was just kind of pushing it a little bit more and I managed to get a bit of a gap and then just kind of put my foot down to get a bigger gap. And then I think, yeah. What, what was your time? What was your time and how far ahead of second did you come? Uh, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 seconds or something. I haven't seen the results, but I, I think I was just over 38 minutes, 38, 10 or something like that. So not the quickest time I've ever run, but pretty good for that course and for the like the hills and stuff that were in it. I thought it was, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And just your to get play a win, you know, just to get a win. Your playgroup's awesome. getting going wrong, aren't you? Oh, that's what I said. To, when they were explaining the um the directions, I said to that, Tim, I said, I hope you're listening, mate, because I'm following <laughs> you. I said, I'm useless with this shit. And he said, oh, I was hoping to be following someone else. He's Is this uh, a regular think... thing, Nate? Does yeah, it oh, um, happened a few times. Lake 
uh, Manchester race. They said at the start, if you end up at Mount Nebo, don't phone us. We won't come and get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did Steve end up? Where did uh, Willie end up? He ended up at the top of Mount Nebo. He missed the, I saw on his drive, missed the right-hand dog leg. And I just missed it with someone come up, as she come up behind me. And she went, is it not down here? And because I was in totally in the zone, I had two sticks down the ground, like, marching hard up this hill. I'd missed it. But what they hadn't done, all the other uh, trails where you went to stop, they'd put a like bunting across and put a cross there. Now, further up, there was a cross, but it's easy to miss. But there was no bunting to say, don't go, because it was open. The trails were open to normal uh, walkers and that. But the day before, walkers had been around and thought people had left it there from ages. They were taking them off. As well, so that to go around first thing on the Sunday morning and re put them up, but and that might have been what they missed. And I said to them, there was no bunting there, and they said, Oh, they should have been. So they obviously missed putting the bunting there, but it was a really, it was a pretty treacherous downhill that you missed anyway, Steve. But Steve kept on, yeah. went up and up. And there up, there and was Nebo Road. There was three of us that went wrong that day. I think the third guy turned around, but me and a, and one yeah, of the, another one of the Southbound Striders. He did about thirty k. Oh, yeah, he hit He ran so far, and man, it was boiling hot too, and and limited water and all that stuff. Like uh, yeah, when I once well, I realised, if you got to a, the if you got to the checkpoints, you was plenty of water, Steve. Oh, but you because I was racing, I was I was leading, so I was yeah, I didn't want to like flying. slow down or like, stop. I reckon you, I reckon you would have won that. Because uh, the hills on the way back, yeah, I reckon you would. Because there was two, there was two self. We did the six a.m. and there was a seven a.m. And I think the did the six a.m. guy, no, the seven a.m. guy the, got the yeah. best time. But I was, reckon you would have yeah. been on course for. He, we were pretty. Constant. I've checked his Strava. We were pretty similar for splits, but it was okay. the problem was is I missed that turn at Lake Manchester and about a k up the road there was like like bunting tied to a tree. So when I was just starting to doubt that I was going wrong, I was like, oh, look, there's another marker. So I just put my head down and kept running. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to see some marshals soon. And I just kept yeah. going. And it kept going up and up and up and up and up and up. Went right and, to the road. Oh, mate, it just got to the point where I was like, I have to be off course now because I just it was getting more and more isolated. And then I come out onto a main road and there was houses. So, so I went and knocked on one of the doors and this lady come down. She's like, you're at Mount Nebo. I was like, oh, no. Another story anyway, when it, because like Steve had the key. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the worst part about it. Oh, this is get this on uh, Spartan. This is, this, there's, a, there's another st story to this. Now, luckily, uh, Fraser was running with his mobile phone and I don't run with a mobile phone and it was in the car. Steve, because we knew he'd back first, we gave him the car key. So Steve is at Mount Nebo with, and I'm going, I wonder where he's gone. He's with with no phone either. No phone. Fraser comes over. I wait for Fraser. I mean, I'm waiting for Fraser at the finish line and he came over the finish line. I gave him a can of Coke because I knew his blood sugar would be low and it was. And I said, I can't find Steve. Let's go back down to the car. And we go down to the car. And I was asleep in the car. <laughs> yeah. Fraser gets a, on his phone, gets a message from Steve's sister. Steve's at Mount Nebo. Uh, we're going to pick him up and then dad's going to drop him off about an hour and a half after we'd finished, maybe even longer. Oh, it was <laughs> you know, longer than that. Coffee it was later. Longer. Uh, Steve finally arrives back so we could get into the car. But lucky, um, yeah, everything was in the car and Steve had the We're just lucky that it was all night, free food and free drinks at the um at the finish and out there free coffee yeah because we had Mate. to sit and, wait. and that was with tracks wasn't it um that was trail running um yeah yeah, yeah. trail running and uh, running queensland and uh there they run some really good uh courses so a good shout out to them and some good good events yeah, yeah. and they don't charge too much i think that race was like 65 dollars you got a medal the, um, I, I didn't I'll tell you, it's, it's the jinx of Nathan, though, because when Fraser, myself, and our other good friend, uh, my best mate, he buyers, did the Narang Forest 50K, again, Lee, who was in probably the top five or six, he missed the turnaround point on the second lap at the 12 and a half K. And uh, he, again, did not finish. So... Um, 
honours of the group went to me. I think that's just They're part of those, those sports is you've right. really got to study the course or program it into your watch or do I something. I think that is the dead set best thing that you can do on a Garmin is put the course yeah. in your watch because you can always flick across to it, but you just know. And if you go like 10 metres off course, that, you know, we saw that, didn't we, Stephen? We did the Glasshouse Mountains yeah. run. Yeah. You know you're off course. And it was like, I said, look, we're running parallel to the course. It's only like 10 metres away. And we ran through the bush. Yeah, we just like tracked trees, through And we were back on it. So it's pretty yeah. GPS tracking there, like a fair play to it. Yeah. So I would, I would suggest that to anyone listening, if you're going to do a trail race, even actually probably a, like a road race, it's fairly long um, yeah. and you, it's definitely not set out or you're worried about it. Then uh, definitely a trail race, lock, lock that course into you and they all supply them, lock, save it to your Garmin app and then transfer it to your watch. And then as you start hit do course, and you have to wait a while for it to download. Make sure you do it the night before and download it and everything. But I'm going to do that for Noosa, definitely. And for the Guzzler as well, I reckon, as well. Um, yeah, Spartan, do that. Yeah, lock it in. What about you, boys? Who, who else has had a good week here? Hey, how did your week finish? Oh, yeah, jogged at the uh, around okay. the dam. 14K yeah. this morning with Dad and Jeff. I think that got me to about 75K for the week, so that's pretty good. Yeah, getting, nice. starting to get some consistency again, which is good. Pretty sloshy out there today. Oh, I was soaking wet. And you know, I didn't, when I was leaving the house, I thought, oh, should I take my trowel shoes? And I was like, no, oh, mate, nah. you're running a trowel. Yeah, and then the I know, but and then when I, as soon as I drove, it was like pouring with rain. And I was like, oh, no. So I wore oh, yeah. a pair of Nike Invincibles. And <laughs> anyone who's listening who's got a pair of them, they're like lead weights as it is. And they're running through puddles. They were just what time did so you kick heavy. off? What time did you kick off? Six thirty. Oh, it was yeah. raining then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. trousers. Fraser, were just did you, get, did you get wet? Fraser, did you get wet running? I didn't run this morning. Oh, you didn't? I didn't run until later. I had, I had an hour on the treadmill earlier on. I went to the gym. Went to the gym mid morning, and then did a run this afternoon. Nice. What gym did you go to? I go to. Um, Anytime fitness at Albany Creek. Go through your um, week, phrase. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. I had to um, drop the boys off Monday, and then Monday was a just a easy run. Tuesday, Tuesday was a session, but I didn't do the Tuesday on my schedule. I'm doing for Ben Parks 5K. Tuesday session I I didn't do because I didn't feel that great, so I just did the Thursday session, which was 20 minute easy, 20 minute sort of hard 20 easy so i did that and i didn't think i'd do that well but i did pretty i felt pretty good actually i did ended up doing about 12k all up in 60 minutes so it's pretty good yeah, and then uh, wednesday was a rest day and then i had a session to do thursday but i just didn't i, don't know, I didn't feel it this week really right it wasn't a great week running wise yeah, and then uh, i just uh yeah friday Nothing, and then yes, Saturday I went to the gym again. Saturday, then just went for a run, and then did the same again today. Just uh, my schedule I'm following. I sort of think I'll oh, just abolish this week, and I'll I'll do this week like next week. Yeah, so, yeah. Start again. Anyone who's week. listening from outside Australia, which we did have a few listens from outside Australia last week, surprisingly, but it's so hot over here at the moment, like. It's almost not safe to do sessions when it's this hot. Like your heart rate's so high. It's best to just like delay it or move it or wait till it just, cools down. Like this morning, the sun wasn't out. I was just out in the, we were just moving some wood and I was cutting down some weeds and, and I literally been in about half an hour. I was soaked um, and the sun wasn't even out. And that was um, maybe I like just nine o'clock. Like, sweating your bollocks off. Yeah, yeah, the humidity is just crazy, eh? Yeah. And then, like, you know, busy, a busy week at work and stuff. So, at the time you get home in the evening and you're like, it's just like, you know, it's hard. That's um, why I took my shoes with me and ran on Wednesday because by the time I get home, you would have got home, you might do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it gets a little bit late and it's just like, I'm hungry, what's that to eat and stuff. So, yeah. So, that might wait until a bit later. I run with my head torch on and it's quite, it's pretty quiet around here. But I, I, I don't mind running at night with the head torch on. It's definitely good if you're practicing for 100k or some of these races start yeah. early. You're going to be doing that in the race. Oh, 
my 50 car won't but oh you um, won't oh, okay but 100k you probably would need to run with a torch just in case and then you got a spare battery and that's so um i don't mind running with i've got some really good i got i got the a up lights which i got i've had them a long time and they're still batteries are charging well they're good and they i've got the head strap uh for that and they really i've got a couple of different ones i used to use them for 24 hour mountain bike racing so um i really like them they're, they're pretty lightweight and they light up the road pretty good and uh, yeah, yeah as long as you don't trip over and um, no street lights well there's no there aren't any street lights so you can't <laughs> even if you did run you know like only up the top of the road there's maybe a few but yeah you have to run Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's um, it's good practice though. Um, All the overseas people, Nathan's and he lives in the Bundys out in Narangba. <laughs> he lives on a farm with horses and all sorts. Yeah, that's what we, that's what Aussies call the Bundys. The Bundys. <laughs> yeah, yeah but the, uh, there'll be uh, possums and uh, wallabies running out in front of me and deer and all that. Oh, yeah. Mate, some of them petzl um, headlamps. They're like tiny and they're so bright. Dad's yeah. got one and it is like just like two bits of string with a tiny little like torch head thing. And the it's lumens super bright. bright. Light up a whole road. Yeah, the lumen on them. Like I want to get, I'll get a new one. I'll probably get a new one for, because um, mine just is one, they're one strength. But you can get them now, which is like full strength, half strength and flashing. And they still use the same batteries that I've got, but they do a kit. They do a kit that's pretty cheap. Like it's about 200 bucks. You get like a head strap, you get a belt bag that you can use running to put extra bits in or carry an extra battery. Get the head strap, you get the light and you get a battery for it. I think maybe a three hour battery or two batteries. You might get two, three hour batteries in a charger. I've already got a charger would fit, but they're pretty good bargain definitely worth it if anyone's listening a up lights i think they ship uh, all over the world so one to think about what about you sparling oh um i didn't hit my target this week i was supposed to do a long run with nathan but wasn't feeling real good on saturday morning when i got up so i can that um but instead of i feel like i've been doing a lot of long slow runs like hr runs just easy pace runs so this week i decided to do a couple of interval sessions um after work um i did an easy run i had monday off same as you steve on just had a rest day and then tuesday did a an almost 7k just to loop around the block sort of thing just the easy pace just to get out there and sort of start the week off but um come tuesday i did an interval session of 200 on 200 off so that was that was our, that was a double run day so in the morning i did a, a oh, that, when, the, was that on the wednesday wednesday yeah i did a double oh, yeah. run day so in the morning i did an easier sort of run and then in the afternoon when i got up i do a split sleep so when i got up in the afternoon i went straight away and went for a run and it's still hot then so um but yeah i did i did a a 1k warm-up it was only like five and a half k's all up but 1k warm-up I went and did um, eight 200 on, 200 off um, at about sort of 340 pace. So trying to get the legs going again. Cool. Um, and then sort of finished off with the run home to make it about 5.6K. So it was a double run day. It was probably only about, I think, 13Ks total. So, and then the following day, it was really hot, eh? Like it was hot at work, but I come home and I thought, oh, I'm going to go for an, an, another interval session, just push the boundaries a little bit further because usually you sort of need to back it up after a double run day, but um, with some something easy, but I just went for it and did um, a 2K warm-up and then I did 6Ks at 4.30 pace. I think pretty close to it. Some of them were um, 4.32, 4.33. one 4.29, I think. Sort of brought it down a bit, but yeah, the average is probably about 4.32 total. And then... Good stuff. Um, yeah, and after that, I was a bit further home than the 2K warm down, so it was almost 3K to get home. So, yeah, just sort of jogged at home as a warm down. Um, what time was, was, What time of the day did you do that? <laughs> I was like 8.30 or something. Yeah, oh, it was hot. I was soaked. Brutal. Was, I was soaked, yeah. It's the humidity more so. It was probably only like 27 degrees, but, yeah, it was probably – 70 or 80 percent humidity which is the killer it just it yeah. just sweats it out of you eh? and, it, and it hurts it's it you sort of have trouble breathing it's like really thick sort of humidity eh? yeah yeah um yeah so and then um 
I done an easy run on Friday. I missed. Yeah, it was just a 5k. Um, just to warm up for Saturday, but yeah, I woke up Saturday. I wasn't good, so I didn't run with Nathan. He, he ended up doing 32k's. So, and then oh today I did a 10k, a 10k after work at 6:30. I got hit by the rain, the same as you, Steve. I got about a kilometre into it, and then for the next nine, just got soaked. So yeah, by the time I got home, it was either sweat or rain. The rain's <laughs> way better because yeah. it's cooler. Yeah, that's, that's but, um, nice. Though, running in the rain, eh? Yeah, I ran in the rain the other day. I love it. As yeah, long as it's not too heavy. No, it was just drizzle. It, it was um, it's just constant, but drizzle. Yeah. The but thing yeah, is, like time. like um, David Dave David Goggins says, you know, if you never go out running in the rain, what are you going to do in a race when it starts raining? You're just going to stop and pull over and give up. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a funny thing. Like if it's pouring, no one wants to go rain not running. But if it run, if you're running and it starts, who cares? Like you're already out there. You're already so. sweating, sweating your bollocks off anyway. So yeah, you got yeah. it. I think. But it's even nice. even running, if you're running on a road, say you're running a marathon, the ground can get a bit slippy and, and slidey, you know, like, especially if it hasn't rained for a while and that rain comes, it can be a bit greasy. And also the white lines, you know, like the, their white lines, I used to, used to slip on those on the bikes. Out. Yeah. If you have oh, never ridden in the rain and it starts raining and you're out in a group or whatever, yeah. it can be quite treacherous. You have to stay away from certain things. Like at Park Run, there was that lab, when the, you know, like in, some days, like in maybe winter, if it's been raining, there's that dew on the ground, and the the board, the wood, the wood part boardwalk there is wet. Yeah. You come off of that onto that where the concrete. There's that joiner from the concrete to the wood at the finish. And yeah, and yeah. Metal strip, turn there and, too. Yeah. You know, that ladder about yeah. 13, 14, he slipped on that. Bang! Hit the. Yeah, I never put my foot on that. I always just like make sure I stride over that. When I come yeah. to it, so that, no, that's no, one no, thing I didn't thing. say. I didn't say about that um, that fun run in the botanical gardens. The whole course was on like, apart from one bit that was concrete, it's like paving. Like it's yeah. all those mm. footpaths are right. paved, oh, yeah. and, and it's because there's all the tree roots. It's all uneven, and I was wearing my alpha flies, and they were actually probably a poor um, shoe choice because they're so springy and bouncy. And the, they're hard as well to it, run on. They can it's be just hard. It's hard to get your footing right. Like you couldn't. A couple of times it knocked your rhythm out because you'd hit a paver that was higher than another. And yeah, yeah. I, if I had known that, I would have worn um, would have worn like a pair of next percent or something. But so yeah, as Fraser, he didn't hit his target this week. I didn't hit mine. But if I I, I got forty, no, I didn't either. Forty six k's. But if I'd run with Nathan, that would have been. 77k but if you're not feeling great and then you do that um smash yourself you you might then have been you might be off off for longer so you need to listen to your body i know there's a motivation thing of like people go oh i can't be bothered to go but if you if and you you don't and you think fuck it should have gone but if um some some people are like they train when they're not not well or they're feeling under the weather and like genuinely under the weather and you, and you know yourself because we 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 train a lot we're probably in touch with our body especially being a type one diabetic as well myself and fraser you didn't you know when you don't feel right a hundred percent or even if you're like down to 80 percent and so and you go you know what it's just just take a day off and it's surprising a day or two off can just let yourself recover take some extra zinc and you know, whatever else, some extra yeah. vitamins. I, I, I felt great really today. Yeah. yeah. But if, yeah. I, if I run with you yesterday, I would have let you down for starters. I don't think I would have made it to the end. Like, to start, like, yeah, no way. I, I just felt yeah. really down. That would have been two weeks in a row. Pulled the pin two weeks in a row. Stop it. Yeah. But there's so much COVID going around too. Like, apparently, yeah. if you get COVID, it takes you like a solid few weeks to recover from that. Like running yeah. related. Like a lot of the runners that have had it, have, have, yeah. it's taken them weeks to get their heart rate under control like they're they're jogging and they've got like sky high heart rates and stuff and, and um, heart too. yeah, yeah so you've just you've got to be careful at the moment like you don't yeah. want to go and do you could put yourself in a yeah but but you, good to see steve yesterday yeah steve you work you work night shift don't you for anyone who doesn't know that that's why you're running at strange times and stuff yeah, odd hours, man. Um, I, I start, I get up at 10 p.m. to start work um, and usually finish about 7, so whatever time I get home with traffic, usually about 7.30 or so. And then if that involves a school run, usually I get home from then about 8.30, get changed and go. So it's usually 8.30 to 9 o'clock start anyway, which is terrible during yeah. the summer. Oh. 
afternoon. If I leave it to the afternoon, there's no advantage. It's usually just if it's cooler, it's more humid in the afternoons. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'd still rather just do it after you work gotta, and then have a share and be done with it, yeah. You've got to just find shade, like <laughs> yeah. shaded pasta run on, eh? Yeah, yeah. That no. must be hard, like living your, you know, living, living a life of, um, you know, working nights and, um, you know, it's dark and the boy really does want to go to sleep. There's no, there's no real different to you guys running after work. It's just that I haven't had the full sleep. Like normally before work, I have three hours and then after work, I have three hours. So it's a split sleep too. So I sort of go for six hours. If I get six hours, it's a bonus. Whereas you guys might try for six or seven hours and maybe get six hours, like, but it's a yeah. straight sleep. So yeah. yeah, so for me to run after work, I've only had three hours then worked eight or nine hour, eight to nine hours and then come home and done a bit of stuff to get out to running, but it's still off three hours sleep really. Cause for me yeah. to have a sleep after my run in the morning, I have three hours and then do my stuff in the afternoon. You know what I mean? But anyway, even though I didn't commit to Saturday, I probably would have let Nath down again, <laughs> as he said, um, I feel better for it today. I, I had a good run. Um, yeah, it's good run. yeah, as I say, I, I still got 46 K. So adding that 32 on would have been a huge week and maybe, better for it not doing it i don't know but don't feel bad mate. you didn't you didn't come i'll i'll hold it against some other time oh yeah. mate because i had um i i woke up sunday i got uh, i did actually have headaches and sore throat and then monday i woke up headache and sore throats and i was like uh you know like to go to i didn't have any tests at home so to go to me because i'm in and out of doctor surgeries all day and they're always asking they're taking my temperature they're asking have you got any symptoms and all that and might sneeze a bit, might be hay fever, but I might sneeze for no reason. I'm like, hang on, you know, I've got to say nah, that. No, I haven't had any symptoms. Yeah. And so and they're like, you know, and they, some surgeries want you to list where you've been in the last seven days. So I went, you know what, I'm just going to go and get a PCR test. And um, I managed to pick up some, some COVID tests as well. And uh, anyway, I did the PCR test. And so obviously you have to isolate until... So Matilda come, came home as well. And then um, Tuesday, I got the result back Tuesday lunchtime. That it was negative. And then uh, I tested as well myself because I was still feeling, oh, I still had headaches and sore throat. I tested myself and that was negative. Um, and then also I was going to back to work Wednesday. So I tested again and I was, even though I had sore throat and it was negative. So I, re I, did a, I had a rest on, um, on Monday when I was meant to do an easy 8K on Tuesday, I went and did a 6K easy. Um, Wednesday was meant to be a um, like tempo um, on the plan. So I just went and did a 10K easy. Um, Thursday didn't run, even though it's meant to be 6K and did just did a strength session. Hmm. Rested Friday. And then I got the text message from Steve as I'm on my just leaving the gate to go to get out to Margate that he wasn't coming. I was like, Oh, if I'd got that 10 minutes ago, I might have sat at home, but <laughs> I just got in the car, drove out to Margate and um, did my, did my 32 K and I went South first from Margate to where did, where did you start Margate at the, um, like the park there, right at the end. It's the last, it's the last bit of beach, the end by the toilet block there at Margate Got beach fine. before you go up the hill where all those the pine trees are on the Margate side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. jetty to jetty so, course yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah so um and and uh so I, I headed south first out to out to the um Clontarf beach going around and it was 10k when I got back to the car and I did my little you know like cold water technique with my left foot and uh my actually it was good though because I tested my sugar and it had gone starting at 13 and my sugar had gone down to 4.7 so I had can of lemonade and other stuff hang on, hang on. Well, then the i took my little thing? endura say again what's the cold water technique what well there's this i'll send you the link there's this thing of where if you're training at the gym you do a set or you do a couple of sets you put your hands got this cold mitt it's called the cold mitt it's like it's not freezing cold water but it's cooler water and the idea is that the, your blood circulates through. You don't shut off the blood supply like doing an ice bath, but it cools the blood down. The blood goes back to the muscle and cools the muscle down. Now, as muscle heats up, it stops pyruvate kinase, which you need for muscle contraction from turning um, 
ATP to ADP and then back to ATP again. And so the pyruvate kinase gets inhibited because of the heat. So the idea of the blood being a bit cooler, your body will try and heat it back up to 37 degrees. It's back to the muscle and cools the muscle down so the pyruvate kinase can work again. And it allows you to go from, say, doing 100 dips to like this guy and this doctor's doing a clinical trial and this one guy then did 600 managed to do 600 dips in a workout and only you can do like 100 150 so i put my left foot in that thinking okay the core muscle will go around that cool the muscles down because the muscle heats up when you're working and it'll help me feel better and do that 32k um i didn't do it when i got back at 20 28k uh, when i went headed north come back but um it's funny that the result is that nothing on my left side aches all my ache is coming from my right calf my right glute which is the but that my right glute is the problem that we're working on with the physio and massage because that's tight that probably leads to a tight hammy tight calf so that's the problem yeah, i get when i'm running it's a tight connected fascia planter is getting sore so so basically basically you just did it as a trial to see what would happen or yeah, so I did it. And I, what I'm gonna, what I actually gonna do next time is, a, is actually put both feet in the water, take my socks off, put both feet in it. Well, I think I had the water too cold, so I'm just, I took an esky with some water in, about, about three inches of water, and I put two ice blocks in it. But I think I cooled the water down too much. So what I'm gonna do next time is just put one ice block in it, um, leave it, and then take that out because the water it doesn't have to be freezing cold. It just needs to be cooler than. I don't know what the temperatures. They don't let you know what the temperature is because. That's part of what the cool mitt is there. Like that's their, um, you know, they've got like a patent on it. So I'm going to do some more investigation, see what temperature they get it down to. But um, I don't, you don't want to shut off blood supply completely. So I was taking my foot out, putting it in, taking my foot out, putting it in while I was just sitting there. I did that for about two or three minutes. So I'm going to do both feet and see if that has an effect on both legs. Interesting. You'll be able to in the race, so are you? I will be on the 50k because at the halfway mark, Steve, Steve and Matilda hopefully be there and I can get, they'll be there with the esky. I can sit, take my socks off while I re put some. Put new socks um, on after. Oh yeah. Put new socks on. Or if I put, um, put some, put the, um, you know, the slick stuff on, stop my feet getting my hot spots, and just do that for two minutes. And that might really make a difference to finish the next 25k. So you know, like um, I'm going to test a few more times to see if it's if it's effective. But my left, I don't even really have a calf ache in my left leg, but I'm pretty bad in my right leg. Like I was limping this morning. Shit, I might, I I might give that a whirl. So even really if you go. go to the gym, they reckon get a bucket of like, because water that comes out of the taps about 21 to 24, 24 degrees, get a bucket of that, maybe put a little bit of ice in it, do a set of bench press, put your hands, down so it covers your yeah all your hands in the bucket for like a minute shake them off go and do another set put your hands back in and see how long it takes you to really fatigue and see if you can do more reps more sets than you would do normally so you could do a test this week then next week go and go right okay i'm going to try that with the cold water and a technique same if you're doing pull-ups because the cold water is going back to those muscles to cool it down. same if you're doing squats you'd put your feet they reckon put your feet in the water because that's helps that's that that blood's flowing back through the muscles as it goes up to the to the heart. Oh well, when you send us some links, I'll put that in the um, description. Yeah. But for like for anyone who doesn't know, Nathan and Fraser are type one diabetics. Fraser, when you're like, I'm, it's probably a story for other podcasts, but I've like had to do Fraser's injection a few times. You two are like, like if you're doing a, a long run it's not as simple for you guys just to put your shoes on, roll out of bed and go running, is it? You have to no, get no. your blood sugar levels at, the, yeah. at a certain level. And there's and a bit of like, so to can keep it there, or, don't you? Injection, even in the injection you have the night before you go to bed, if you're going to get up in the morning and go for a long run, um, you know, or 50K or something like that, you just got to even work all that out and stuff. And then in the morning, you know, what your sugar levels are, what you need and then always have something on you as well when you're running and stuff and so on Saturday, friday night i had i had about 20 percent less of my background insulin so i usually have 12 units at night so I had 10 units because i didn't want my sugar to be uh, uh low through the day so you so you and when you're doing exercise if you're on a pump 
the basal amount that you're having, you usually cut that back by 50%. So if I'd had 50%, that would have been two less. Um, so not enough insulin. So I backed it down to 10 units because I knew then, and then your body's going to be burning up energy for the rest of the day. So I didn't want to be hypoing for the rest of the day. Um, but the 32 K went all right. Um, you know, I, I saw the park runners and I looked at the results and there was a chick flying in the park run. Uh, was obviously winning it and she was unknown and they didn't give her a time. So second place was the guy that I saw in second. I saw all the park runs. There, I mean, run winner, right? There was, there was other, there was a few other people out, out running and people actually, you know, it's good to, you have to sort of force yourself to say, you know, get, force people to say hello. You say hello to them. Some people ignore you and they're in the zone or yeah. whatnot. And uh, yeah, so and I got back to the car and I then on 28K. So I had another um, oh, few K to go back the other way, back the other way and, and come back. And, and then it was nice to finish off, jump in the, jump in the sea and um, have a, um, you know, just to cool off in the water and then came home, jumped in the bath. So, so that, that was about a week. I mean, it was a bit of a mess up, but um, also on this topic, you, um, the last three long runs, you did uh, 30K last week in trail shoes, 19 the week before, uh, 30Ks with Wooly the week before at a glass house. And yep. today was, this Saturday was your longest road run in a pair of new shoes. How did they go? The Kayano, the Asics Gel Kayano 28s actually went pretty good. Um, I know people talk about their feet overheating in those, but um, I have my new socks on. It's one of my purchases of the week. Um, I'll talk about it when we get a chance. They actually weren't too bad, you know. They, um, My left, that's funny, you know, you get a bit of a, I don't know what you guys are like, but it's once you, it seems to be like hitting that 20K. And because you're not used to doing it, the muscles aren't used to sort of that. So that's, I think, is part of the issue. But the um, my um, my right arch started hurting at about... Uh, well, I, look, I could feel my foot at about 5K. The arch started hurting at about 20K. Um, and my left, my left outside heel, which maybe that's your Achilles, you class it as that, was a bit like someone had stuck a bit of a needle in it. But then that went then my calf might hurt a bit. Then that went, then my, my arm, my foot stopped hurting and it was more, my calf was getting a bit sore. So, you know, you get these little niggles and they go, my hip was a bit sore right at the start was sore. That went, you know, like you just hey, run that, through. Just, that's me every run. I just got aches yeah. and pains everywhere. I just, you know, get on so with I it. just was like, it's not that like I the, pulled a muscle and I had to stop. So I was nah, like, I just could go. That, that's and a I thought it was pretty good. I thought to warm up, I reckon. Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. My hip actually got better after longer I went. And my hip wasn't hurting at the end. And it hasn't hurt since. So I reckon yeah. it's just that motion. And I find I like stop. I might do some kick my heels back a bit when I'm, you know, once you get in, because you, the, the, the leg moves in only a limited uh, distance. So like then going down to a squat, really good stretch the legs out and the quad. And like, that can hurt a bit. And just making sure to do that every, you know, 10K and, you know, it's hard doing that distance on your own, though. I have to admit, you know, no pressure to anyone. But I think I kept it pretty consistent. Like I think a 5.54, okay. And then when I saw it go six minutes, okay, I was happy. If it went to 6.15, I'd be like, okay. Pick it up a bit. Just make sure I up it up a bit. Yeah, so I keep trying to keep myself accountable. How are you feeling today? I could go for a run now, I reckon. <laughs> Do it. I wanted to because I've got a good purchase of the week that you what, guys yeah, what, don't know about. <laughs> what is your purchase of the week? Okay, I've got three. Gonna, all right, this is going to be a regular thing, is it? Yeah, I reckon. No, I think okay. I'm so the first one, you can see it. It's like a rolling pin. It's twenty bucks from Rebel Sports, and it's just really good. You push it on your thigh, push it on your hammies, put it on your, put it on your calves. Just really get into it and roll them out like that. I found that really good. That's a really good buy. Like, and don't go. I mean, that's pretty soft. That stuff. So. You don't have to go for the $60 ones. That's... I got one of them. It came out. Yeah, yeah about 10 bucks. How much? <laughs> 10 bucks. Something like that, yeah. It's like the middle bit's like rock hard, so it's like not oh, soft pad. This is a bit softer. Yeah. Then the other purchase, because I was looking, I saw these, I was just in Rebel Sports, and I saw these plantar fasciitis socks, and I was like, oh, what's all that about? 45 bucks. I was like, mm. so I was talking to the lad and he said, it's because they've got extra, they're, they're tight around the ankle. So they help, help keep the arch up. And I thought, okay, all right. I was like, oh, that. anyway, I said, well, they're too short. You know I me, mean, I hate short 
short socks. So anyway, he comes over with these Under Armour ones. He bought two lots and they had one in white. And I said, well, I'm not doing trail running in white socks, buddy. Uh, you know, like who's going to run in white socks, trail running. And um, so he had these two XU ones that they were 60 bucks, but I've got these ones for 50 bucks, 50 but they come up bucks. long. Oh, I know for a pair of shit. socks, but they come up long. So you can pull them up over your calves. They're compression. They meant they're actually a recovery sock, but the padding on them is pretty good and quite tight around the arch. These are awesome. 50 bucks. They look impressive. They've, look, I, I really enjoyed running I with them. Pair of socks. I should get a three-pack for like 10 bucks. <laughs> I, I have running shitty shoes, but though, but though I can I can I can trump those purchases. Okay. Trump those purchases with the microphone out of the way. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, oh yes. he's gone. He's gone the vapor. Oh, Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Nike haven't got them. Nike said, look, we're out of stock. Well, we never have them. He goes, try Rebel Sport. They this was the only color, 329 bucks. And they are in a 12. I had to go for a US 12, not 11 and a half, because they're quite tight across the toe box. But I luckily I had 30k running them, 32k running in the morning. My feet were a little bit swollen. I wore socks that I was running, and these were like pretty good. So they actually that was the only color they had. I mean, I, you can see pink there but the colorway is pretty good what what is that color called this is this has got the name um people listening it's like a yellow colors isn't they yeah no they're named i think this one is because it's 320 it's named after a runner isn't it there's a color that's named after one of the runners there is some some custom ones like there's an elliot kipchoge one there's a mo farrow one yeah but mate they're they are so light compared to the tempo and I was yeah. like, I want to go for a run tonight, but we're doing when this. You, when, so, you do your, um, um, when you do your sub-20 attempt, you'll, I reckon yeah. if you wear them, you'll get it. So I'm going to go for a run in, around the block in them. I'd be interested to see how they go on the road for a longer run. 20 oh, they're just, yeah, they're perfect. They're, they're just the best the, shoes. I'm running the shop in them, and the, the, the foam is amazing. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to take off. Yeah. You could you dunk a, in these. You what? You've got a pair of them, Woolly, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple of pairs. Yeah. They're um, that I mean, it's hard to pick between them and the Alpha Flies, but the the spring that you get out of the Alpha Flies is just like it's yeah. like you feel like you're on pogo sticks. They're that good, and I it's they didn't not, have any. I'm not, exa- I'm not exaggerating. They they're so good. Like really, yeah, when you sort of like learn how to run in them. If you're running a half marathon or something and your legs are getting fatigued, you can almost kind of just concentrate on just sort of stamping your feet and, and using the bounce to kind of have a bit of a rest, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's, but it's hard to pick. I couldn't pick between the vapor flies or the alpha flies. They're both. Yeah, the vapor fly two. I don't know if there's much difference between the vapor fly two and the vapor fly one, but um, they got those jagged laces. So they're meant to like, you know, you could do the top up tighter than the bottom and it won't all work yeah. its way out. So it's easy. That's the same, same yeah. as the Alpha Fly. They've got that too. And they don't come undone yeah. as easy. But I know Seth in the studio, the studio guy, he doesn't, didn't like the laces. He couldn't work them out, changed them over. But, oh, shit. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't happy with them. But um, <clears throat> when do you reckon you'll have a crack at that park run? Again? Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at the train plan. 32, 35, 27. I've got an 18K run the week before. So maybe I'll give it a crack then and then add some time on. And just jog after it or something. Do a warm up before it and then do it and then maybe do like another 10K after it. Yeah, because if you you jump on my YouTube page, you, I think you, if you just search Stephen Woolley on YouTube, it'll come up. I've got the the vlog from when Nathan had a crack at 20 minutes at North Lakes a little while ago, and we were on track until a, probably the last case, lap or something. When it, yeah, yeah. Just dropped off a little Wait bit. But you'd had a big oh, week, and um, it was boiling hot too. Yeah. But, you know, if it cools, if it... Uh, it's cool enough we'll give it a, we'll give it a, a special better, to do, better to do it in the winter winter months sorry yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. definitely yeah. summer's no time 
Summer's no time for PBs, really. In Brisbane, I'm lucky with work. Work give you two hundred and ninety five dollars a year towards like shoes or gym shit. So I'm like, thanks work. Yeah, I get two hundred next year. I get twenty dollars. Looking forward to the review. Those shoes sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll give. I'll do a little video, I suppose, because it's good to see what the layman man thinks of it but the inline running right that's what i was going to say inline running podcast that guy on there from america who did all the um review of all the like the super shoes and they reckon they give you a four percent uh increase in performance and you might think or in speed you might think well what's four percent give it take but four percent works out um i think that worked out about um at each k that worked out about like um a six six seconds no even even more i think it worked out about like um depends what pace you're running at surely yeah four percent on five minutes is different than four percent on four minutes yeah but they um they, they were racing on them they were doing on the treadmill but racing at a set pace they set them at a set pace um or distance and at the time you could you could time you could do it in so i think and keep the heart rate the same so um it ended up though like, i think it worked out for my park run, I would run a minute quicker in just changing shoes. And that's yeah. a pretty good. If you're a 21 minute park runner, you could do a sub 20 by just changing shoes. Yeah. Maybe not a minute over 5K, but def- definitely a good chunk of time. Like I've got, yeah. I've had a, I think, well, I've had the I new balance. Six I think I worked out about six seconds a K, something like that. Yeah, that's and that's heaps when you're like racing, mm. isn't it? Like yeah, I've had the new, cool. I've had the New Balance Super Shoes. I've had the, um, oh, I've had a few different brands, and like not shitting on the other brands. The Nikes are just, for me, they're just so yeah. much better. So if it, if it's four percent on like um a twenty minute run, that's forty eight seconds. So if you yeah. Can, yeah. if you were running twenty minutes in, in regular shoes, four percent off that is forty eight seconds. Yeah, because what's uh, like ten, I'm good at math, ten. So. Three ten ten percent of a minute is six seconds. So say four, so maybe it's three seconds um a minute. Mm. So yeah, you're looking at about mm. 40, 50. Imagine over a, so over yeah, a marathon. Get, that's huge. Could get you a sub yeah. a sub uh, twenty minute park run. Not you know that people yeah. might be going, oh sub twenty. Yeah, there might be some really good running they're going, yeah, sub twenty, oh easy. But there's a lot of people that that's like a back, like, sub twenty would be right. is for a lot of people is a milestone. Yeah, and, so, sh- and that's who we're sort of we're targeting at. It's a huge barrier to break. Twenty minutes yeah. is a massive barrier to break. Once you get through twenty minutes, it's sort of like yeah, it's probably one of those psychological things, you know. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, oh, what's coming up this week? Anyone got anything planned? No races this weekend coming. No. Uh, nah. When's the next well, race? Got the kids this week, so it'd be a lot of treadmill running this week. That's uh, good. Get it done. I've yeah, got to, uh, once uh, when we clock off from this, I've got to rejoin the Striders and then I'm entering the um, the national, the Masters National Champs. I'm going to what do distance? the five, 5K on the track and possibly the cross country. When's the, the 5K? I haven't seen the timetable, but apparently they're spread out and the, the 5K is at QSAC on the track. There's a 10K road race as well. So I'm arm in an arm between the cross country and the road race, but I'll definitely do the 5K and the cross country is apparently at St. Lucia Golf Course. So at least you know it's going to be a nice grass and when's that? course. First uh, of April to the 4th of April. So just got good, perfect time for planning. Is anyone going training. to do a road marathon uh, this year? Yeah, I think I'll do the Gold Coast. When's that? July or June or July, I can't. I don't know. Because that's been really good, and it's flat as. Yeah. What's yeah. Noosa like though? What's the Noosa Marathon like? Anyone done? Pretty, done pretty that? flat. It's, it's wide. Oh, well, you, just got the, you just got the canal bridges, and that's it. Yeah. So you got the bridges to go. Four laps in it. So four laps. Yeah. 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 Five out and back by four. There's, the, a, there's the, a ten. There's a ten k half marathon. There's a thirty k, and then there's a full marathon. Anyone going up to do it? Any of it? Do the yeah, half. I'll do something. Yeah. I'm looking at doing the 30. 
31 when is points. It? When oh, is you it? talked about that last week, Steve. You're going to do the 30K, yeah, aren't you? It's May 28, I think. Oh, yeah, May 28. Entries are open to enter it already. Yeah. May Mate, if I, can exactly. get, um, if I can get Arvi, one of my mates from the Striders, to come up, we'll talk about um, our experience at the Noosa Bolt. That was a couple of months ago. Oh, right? yeah. That was the yeah. elite 5,000-metre race. And, oh, man, that was so, yeah, the cool story to that because we were yeah. worried that we were going to be, like, the slowest in the field by minutes. And, I mean, we were right. We were at the back. But, yeah, it was an interesting day, that. Yeah. Boiling hot. Brian, Greg, Brian Gregson run that, won that, didn't he? Oh, I was starting the last lap as they were, like, finishing. And, uh, geez, it was a... Like they were having, they were probably about 300 meters from the finish line and they were full tilt racing, you know, like neck and neck sprint finish. Yeah. Crowd was going mad. Oh, it was, yeah, it was like it would have been good to stop and watch. <laughs> but also, I had a whole lap to go. But that, that was run out, that was run over those bridges. And um, even though they're, they're not that big, they, they were enough to kind of knock your rhythm out of you, like the little. We got to uh, we got to put a team in for the Anzac Day um, Nunda Crit Track uh, oh, yeah. relay. We'll lock, we'll lock that in this week as well. Do you race? So it's a five man team. Are they still racing against the four man team as well? It just does. It's yeah. just like if you've got yeah. four, so if you've only got four people, luck. it's your problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah luck so for them. Yeah. Five, five. yeah. So you probably if you've got five here, you should maybe get at least you get two laps each because you have to do a minimum of two laps each. But you might you won't get around to doing three laps each, would we? Mm. Don't know if it would go fast enough. Maybe it's only yeah, an hour might. and a half. One point two k. Yeah. Was it five minutes? Uh, five minutes yep. for one point two k. Yeah, it should be. Right. Someone should get at least four. A couple of us to get four in, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Because if it was on five minutes, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, 75 okay. minutes for three each. Some, some will get four in, yeah. Four. So get three each, probably four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's all right. We'll get oh, make sure that uh, Wax is... is uh, Next week, uh, let's get Brad. Week. We'll definitely get Brad up here because he's a classic. He's a, he's a lazy bugger, <laughs> but he's super. He's really, really funny. But um, And then we we'll, might start getting some guests in to speak. Yeah. We're talking off. Yeah. We'll get a few people in. Anyone on, uh, I was just thinking, uh, what's everyone been running in this last week? Have they been shoe rota rotation or just running in the same, same yeah. things? I've got oh, just laughing in the background because you know, just, just yeah. shoes galore here. I just wear different ones of them. What's that? Again, Sorry, I've got three pairs of those, uh, tempo next percent, so I just rotate wearing. Three different colours, black, blue, or orange. Oh man, there are aren't they? Have you had any problem like with yours? Huh? Have you got no problems with them? No. I've never had any problems Fraser. with mine either. But you where did you buy yours from, Fraser? Uh all from no, the first pair I bought was from Rebel Sport, the black yeah. pair. I, I I wear them really on the treadmill now. Um, but the blue pair and the orange pair I got from um the outlet shop at not uh, DFA because um, I think the problem was like one of them I split in front of Lee showing them how they flex but the other one had a little nick in it and it split but I reckon it's because I don't I do run a bit of road in them as well I'm not dedicated on a road or a footpath yeah. I'm running on gravel and a bit off-roady so I reckon that's what that was the issue but um Ben Parks went through six pairs of um Tempo, tempo, next percent. He said, and then the air pockets were actually going. Yeah, and I think some of the alpha flies, the air pockets went on as well. So um, that's why lucky. I went with the vapor fly. Yeah, you can't go wrong with the vapor flies. But man, I, I've had no dramas with the, the tempos or the alphas. Mm. I did love mine. They were the great. tempos are just they're just unreal. If I saw a cheap pair of DFO, hundred bucks or whatever, I'd get them because they're they're. <laughs> They're definitely they're, they're definitely worth having. They're always know. there. They're always there if you look. But you need another pair of shoes. Yeah, but like it's good to have them, like for training. You know, when the others wear out. What yeah. are you doing, Sparling? Have you got a few pairs you're rotating? Oh, it heaps. I don't know. I think it'll be eleven or twelve pairs of shoes. Heaps. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, I just buy I buy them when they're cheap, or when the ones wear out. But I got a I, I don't I don't own any Nikes. I'm not a Nike person. I sort of um, get with the program. Now, I mean, like, Salconi's <laughs> Salconi and Dolphin Speeds and Pros. The Pros are carbon version. The other ones are a nylon plate. Um, yeah, the speeds. Get, I got fast, mate. Park Run. We could get you really fast at Park Run. Um, those yeah. endorphin well, pros are supposed down, to be really, really to my, good. When you get down to my when my time, when you get down to nineteen minutes thirty, I'll, I'll buy a pair of Nikes and see if I can go faster. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. The, the endorphin speeds and nylon nylon plate, but they seem to oh, they're my all round shoe. I got a pair right now. I just had a look before. They're up to nine hundred and fifty five k's. Um, and I bought the other set maybe August last year. I think and they're going to run out of k's, but um. You put sugar on them, haven't you? Yeah, I put a bit of sugar on the heel counter. So where I just tap maybe the heel on the heel strike. Not a heel striker, but must must just um just graze it on the way through to the forefoot. Yeah. Um I just put a bit of heel uh sugar on there and it, I don't know, every hundred Ks maybe, but it seems to just give it a buffer to make it go again. But there's I've been running in the new ones as well. I've done about eighty Ks in the new ones, they still feel exactly the same. It's weird. Yeah, I love them. They're an all-round shoe. You can do whatever in them. I don't know. We'll see. Next, next, next speed session. I'll wear them and see what happens. Yeah. The um, you wear yours, Shugu, Yeah, well, I wear the I wear the Vaporfly too. That Shugu, we yeah. used to because everyone used to heel strike many many years ago, yeah. didn't we? Everyone was a heel striker. We used to always wear the heels down on shoes. And I mean, obviously, you want a pair of shoes to wear out if you manufacture shoes because people aren't going to buy them again. Like if you had a light bulb that never blew out you wouldn't buy more light bulbs would you so um you know they may obviously to wear out but um the, we used to wear the heels down and dad used to go and buy the shoe goo and we used to, used to like these with his lollipop stick working it out get it perfect and you get another 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 six months out of your shoes and yeah. um, keep them going but yeah that was great it is good stuff though like it's great. It still Nothing flexes. Like it. it still flexes with the shoe, so it just wears exactly the same as the tread. So but I used to use it for baseball years ago, and I put it on the toe cap of the shoe. So where you pitch and you drag your toe through on a follow through, like a bowler, like in cricket. Um, mm. A couple of games, you'd wear the toe out of your shoe where your big toe drags along the ground. So you put that on there, essentially before you even start wearing the shoes as a guard. Um, never used it until now on the running shoes, but yeah, some. Probably the same guy that sold you your shoes at Rebel told me about it and been trying that since then. And it's lasted probably about 600Ks, I reckon. Because they started to wear out on the heel at about 350. So it's now 600Ks after I started using it. So otherwise... So how, how, do you know, how do you know how many Ks you've done in each pair of shoes? Have you got them all like programmed into your Strava? Yeah, in Strava, you just go into gear, put in a new pair of shoes. And then when you run, yeah. you just go edit and, and go down and pick the shoes. You shoe have you're to running. go to the website to do it, to add a pair of shoes. You've got to go no, on you the website. On your phone. You can do it on yeah, your phone. I did yeah. it on my phone, but from Safari, because I couldn't do it from the app. So you have to go to yeah, Safari to add them. But then when you go to edit, you get your run comes up, edit and change it. And you can set it as a default. So I've got like, I think I've got the. Yeah. Okay, is, that, no is, that the free, is that the free Strava? Is that the yeah. one? You... No, the free one. Yeah. You look on mine. It's uh, the, latest, the latest update from probably a month ago or so. You can do it on the app as well. So it's oh, really? Oh, okay. Right okay. now. So if you buy a new pair of shoes, you just log them in there, say new shoes and call them um, yeah. sparkling glitter gold like Nathan's. <laughs> you can nickname and say, them. And have them as your default and then... If that's not your default, you just have to change it. But if you run in them, it automatically tacks on whatever run you did in them. So over time, it just adds on. So, so if I do a trail run, um, I just have to change it to whatever trail shoe I use, you know? Yeah. Yes, um, and then it, it, the totals just accumulate for each individual shoe. All shoes yeah, will be different. Like a trail shoe probably won't last as long as a road shoe. No. Nah. Maybe. No. Nah, like nice. a race shoe. Race shoe only, you know, only lasts... So many races, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you log it, Steve. You, you're going to need a really like big to do it, yeah. phone for all yours in. <laughs> yeah, I've got loads. I've got an old pair of, of uh, vapor flies that I like. If I go to Striders to do the sessions on a Tuesday and Thursday, I wear them. Or if I'm doing something around home, I wear them. And they're like, they've done that many Ks. They've just lost that real nice 
pop, you know, like when you put them on those new ones, Nath, you'll, you'll see what I mean. But the older ones have lost that pop, but they still, I don't know what it is, but they still have that like protection in them that once you've actually finished a, a, a hard session, you're not, your calves and that just aren't smashed up. So mm-hmm. st- you still get that protection, but you just don't get that extra how do you help. Find them, how do you find them compared to say the Zoom Fly? The newer versions of the Zoom well, flies. As they're getting more and more worn out, they're getting closer to a Zoom fly, I'd say. Oh, okay. But they're just a bit lighter. Those Zoom fly are pretty good. I mean, I can hit a, like They really helped, I reckon, when we did that session down at uh, D-Bay that time. Yeah. I, I, I like running in them. We should wrap it up there. We've, we've yeah. been going for ages. Plenty we'll, to talk um, about, always. Yeah, let's get everyone... Uh, having a good week this week and um, we'll catch up next Sunday. All right. everyone. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear your mask. <laughs> catch you boys. All right. All right. Zing, you you zinging your victory. All right. See you guys. Have a good week. See ya. Yeah. See, See you guys. Close your eyes before your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me Sometimes and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb oh, My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation My mind wish you find in time I will find that we shine when they won't shine You can put a time on mine, show me these Intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension.